Welcome to Victorious Living. Now, there's two schools of thought here in James chapter 5. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There are two schools of thought in this part of the verse. Prayer is to be generated from a righteousness conscious, conscience. You are the righteousness of God. So if you go to prayer, you need to carry that with a righteous consciousness. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is going to continue his series from last week. This is part two of Why Pray. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us why pray. James chapter 5, verses 16, a part of the verse, it says this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, if I ask, uh, if I ask you this morning in this, just in this group together here today, uh, are you righteous? Now, see, that's half of you. Now, let me try that again. Are you righteous? How do you know you're righteous? Because the word tells you, if you have done what the word tells you to do in receiving Christ, then you learn in that, that you are now in right standing with God. Sometimes if you're impatient and all these things I've talked about, it will cause you to lose sight of the fact that through the work of Christ, through the blood of Jesus, that you have been made righteous. That you do not work to get righteous. You are made to be righteous. He who knew no sin was made to be sin. I like to say it, to be a sin offering. But anyway, uh, he who knew no sin was made to be sin so that I could be made the righteousness or be made right with God in my confession of receiving him into my life as my savior. So he who knew no sin was made to be sin, made to carry my sins, made to carry the punishment of my sins. He who knew no sin was made to be sin. So you, who believe, those who believe upon Christ so that they could be made in right standing with God. So if you're righteous, you are in right standing with God. You are the righteousness, those who are in right standing with God. Now, the devil wants to work on your mind and people help him. Teaching, religious teaching has helped people to feel unrighteous. Religious teaching has helped people feel unrighteous, trying to equate righteousness with works. No, no, no. Works goes to your reward when you get to heaven. Righteousness here on the earth allows us to come into the presence of God without the sense of guilt, 
condemnation or all of the other negative things that, that would come to our mind. So we are the righteousness of God. You know that, I know that, we've been taught that, but we don't ever wanna forget that. Amen, so let me, let me go back to James chapter five, part of the 16th verse. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now notice, notice what he said. You know, sometimes you, if you don't read but one sentence out of the Bible today and you're getting something out of it, that's good. Amen. The effectual fervent prayer. It did not say the prayer of a righteous man because the prayer of a person could be all, all over the place. Like, well, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You know, I just don't feel worthy. Well, how do you know what worthy feels like? But, but now you tell me you know what unworthy feels like. So now we're running on our feelings. We're, we're, we're just uh, running on our feelings. How I many of you know you feel better now than you did when you first got up this morning? If you didn't, listen, we'll say the eulogy over you. but I feel different than when I got up this morning. I'll just be honest with you. My old man didn't want to get up this morning. Somebody asked John Osteen. I'm quoting John Osteen. He said, uh, did you get up grumpy this morning? He said, no, I just let her sleep. Now, don't give me that look. I didn't say that. I wasn't talking about you. That was John talking about you, not me. So we feel. We feel. We just feel. You know, I just don't feel like God's here. I wonder where he went. And didn't tell me he was going. That wouldn't be very kind, would it? He left me going someplace else and didn't tell me he was going. That's not right. I mean, that's, God, you shouldn't do that. It's just like you leaving the house sometime. Uh, and know what? Not telling the wife. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, you, you know, that, that's like leaving the house some morning. You know your husband's not going to work, but he leaves the house and doesn't tell you where he's going. That's not right. You hear that? That's not right. <laughs> and so it wouldn't be right for God to leave me in some situation or circumstance and not communicate with me. So you see, God is right. We have been made right, righteous or in right standing with God. So God will talk to you. He says, people sometimes may have said, I don't know if you have or not, may have said, you know, I just can't seem to hear God. And, and you got four Bibles in the house. One in the kitchen, one in the living room, one in the den, even the dog got it, you know, <laughs> at his house. Can I get an amen out of this crowd this morning? I, you know the vibe I hear coming, just get on with it and finish this. And that's, I'm going to do that, okay. 
Okay, see, now there's two schools of thought here in James chapter five. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There are two schools of thought in this part of the verse. Prayer is to be generated from a righteousness conscience, conscience in the child of God. So if I go to God and pray, oh God, I'm so, I'm so unworthy. God, I just haven't been good at all. Oh God, you know, the, the different things that we hear. Uh, I don't know that you've ever prayed that way, but I, I have a good idea. At some point in time, before you learn different, I have to think maybe that you did. I did. I know I did before I knew better. So we, we come before God with an unrighteous consciousness. And we're trying to tell God that we are not worthy. So what you're doing, saying, God, I don't care what Jesus did. I'm still unworthy. I, I can't help what Jesus did. I just want you to know, Lord, I am so unworthy. We, we try to mix a little squeaky in our voice or <laughs> we try to get a little emotion going in our voice. Now, you know we do. I'm not, uh, I'm not telling you something you don't know. And we try to tell him how unworthy we are. And here's God having sent Jesus, Jesus having given his life and did, did what he did. <laughs> he, he did that and God accepted that and accepted his blood for my cleansing and his body for my healing and his name for my authority and I'm spitting in the face of God. I'm trying to tell God that I'm not worthy. Now I didn't say you was perfect nor did I say you'd never committed a sin but you are the righteousness of God. So if you go to prayer, you need to carry that with a righteous consciousness. If you've missed it, repent. If you've missed it, confess it. If you've missed it, make it right with God and then approach God, God, I am righteous. I have a right to appear at your throne according to your word. I have a right to come before the throne of God that I may obtain mercy and find grace to help me in a time of need. Hallelujah. I've come to the place that all the help I could ever want or ever need, I'm at the place I can get it. I'm, I'm in the very presence of Almighty God. I can get what I need, I can get what I want. Now, here comes religion. You can't have what you want, God. Only meet, meet your need. Eliminate the 23rd Psalm. Plus the others. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Hallelujah. So just tear that out of your Bible when you get home. Because God not only wants to meet your need, God wants to meet your very want and desire based upon his word. He wants you to have what he's purchased for you. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to be joyful. He wants you to be happy. But here comes religion. Now, you know if all that's true, you wouldn't be so gleeful about this stuff. See, the devil working on our mind. Amen. What's he keeping us from? He's keeping us from unifying. 
He's keeping us from unifying in our lives personally and all of us together. If one puts a thousand to flight, two puts 10,000 to flight. And so, you know, if the devil's rage and say, bring them on, I'm more than enough. I'm more than a conqueror. You ain't got enough demons to defeat me. You ain't got enough demons to bring me down. And you're not big enough, devil, because you're under my feet because I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. Think like the Bible talks. And so the, there are two schools of thought in this. There are two, two schools of thought in this part of the verse. Prayer is to be generated from a righteous consciousness in the child of God. Unrighteous thinking leads to wrong praying and the absence of faith. So shut up. <laughs> you ever have the Lord tell you shut up? If you hadn't, just try this. Just be quiet about how no good you were or no good you are because God knew that before he ever sent Jesus down here. Amen. The second thought is to have a desire to pray. You can't create a desire if you never participate. You, you don't enhance a desire, but not. It's our hope that today's message, Why Pray, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer 33. This week's special offer is 33. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.